Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez, and I'm Tim Flaherty, the Christian talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truths of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. And we're back again for another week with Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty, your host, and I have with me Pastor Israel Rodriguez of Deer Flat Church in Caldwell, co-hosting with me. Buenos dias. Good morning, Treasure Valley. How are you guys doing today? I hope you can answer me by waving on the car to somebody else because I can't actually see you. But this is a good question to be asked. How are you doing today? I think you're doing great. Yeah. I can, yeah. Maybe you didn't shave today. Well, yeah. Well, no. You know, it's, it's Saturday, so I'll do some time before it's over, before I go to church tomorrow. And we have with us again for a second week in a row, Pastor Jason Anderson of the Community Bible Church in Caldwell. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. at the Caldwell Senior Center, which is at 1009 Everett Street in Caldwell, right behind the Caldwell Library. So if you know where the Caldwell Library is, you're close. And then you just have to kind of fumble around until you get to Everett Street, I guess. Just follow, you know, the worship songs and the people, you know, put, <laughs> you know, clapping hands and singing hymns, and there you'll find it. That's right. We we'd love to have you, and uh, we have, we have a, we just have a great time, just uh, praising the Lord and and uh, growing in our faith. Community Bible Church, I just learned, is a plant. It is. It is a plant, and it's uh, <clears throat> we're a church plant, that, and um, we we have a great connection with the Restored Community Church. Uh, that's. Uh, Really, just has taken us on as as wanting to encourage us and 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 really support us, and so we've been uh, just really blessed to um, be a part of what God's doing there as well. Fantastic. My question this week, and you all know we have the question of the week, and typically it's something that I've been thinking about. And this week, the news and everything, and and you all know I try, I tell you all the time, I try not to watch too much of the news, but it sometimes it's inescapable. You're in the car, you hear a little snippet, something like that. Maybe you're in a in a restaurant and you see it on the TV. Please, nothing to do with UFOs and artificial intelligence. Yeah. No, okay, no. Okay, good. I'm, I'm good to go with that for now. But because I think those things are extraordinary, but I, 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 there's so many potential what that could be. Who knows? What my question is, how do you navigate? How do you find your way through this? It's almost like it's a tension. It's like a... It's it's almost like a drama, I think, sometimes between what society is saying, this has to be normal, uh, you know, this is the new norm, as they say, and what we learn in the Bible. And what can we learn from the Bible to help us, you know, stay, you know, living a good life, living a happy life as we navigate through the world as it is just kind of evolving into it or devolving, if you will, sometimes into this I, I, moralist baseless. But how do we navigate our way through this tension? Yes, I feel, team, that part of the problem has to do with how people define terminologies. You know, we could be using the same name to try to relate to something, and then you find out people are going in a different direction than the one you want to in, in, intend to go. When you talk about who Jesus is, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's not about the problem would be about who Jesus is, but the nature, you know, let's let's define the nature of the 
Jesus from the Bible. When you talk about uh, terminologies like inclusion, you have to find out the concept and the definition of what the person wants wants to drive this. And I, coming back to your uh, question, I, I feel the question should be redirected to how do I discover my purpose? Mm. You know, why is it that we are alive? You know, search your inward, put purpose before goals. Uh, focus on, on what you have rather than what you need. Uh, take ownership of your life and uh, think about what brings you joy. Things, Think about what brings you peace. And when you start taking uh, time to answer all these questions, it will all sum up in the person of Jesus Christ and his gospel. You know, power of God unto salvation. Write out your story, who you were before having Jesus into your life. And who you are now in him and, and and also take time for yourself, you know, and this a lot of people are just, you know, spending most of their time on the media and they're just absorbed about what is gonna happen today. I wanna you to tell me when are these things are gonna happen, even in the times of Jesus, you know. When will you restore the kingdom back to us, you know? So I think that's great. And we'll be right back with Pastor Jason. Are you a local pastor who needs supplies for your church or nonprofit? The Estegos Community Warehouse is the place for you. You can find a plethora of items such as teaching supplies, toys, bedding, and even garden supplies and decor, all at discount prices, some even 90% off retail. You can join Estegos Community Warehouse by going to estegos.org and filling out an application. Membership is free and only takes a few minutes to sign up. That's estegos, A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org. And we're back again with Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty, and we're here with Pastor Israel Rodriguez and Pastor Jason Anderson of Community Bible Church in Caldwell, Idaho. Community Bible Church is a church plant, and they their congregation meets at 10.30 a.m. on Sundays at the Caldwell Senior Center. Um, I also want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor, the Estegas.org Community Warehouse there in Garden City. If you are a church pastor or you work in the church in some sort of ministry, if you're a youth pastor, if you're a volunteer, get your church to sign up for the membership to the Community Warehouse. We have 14,000 square feet full of supplies, and we'd love to meet you and help you with your ministry. So, Pastor Jason, when we left off last week, we were talking about your desire to go off to college and be a basketball star. Stand up for me here. Let me get a little look at you. Yeah. Okay, so you're about five ten. So then I'm gonna I'm just gonna wild stab here. You were not playing there for the for the Razorbacks. That is correct. I was I wasn't five ten and able to you know throw it down by any means. I, I depended on my quickness and uh, being at the top of the key and and being a point guard. But your father, your family, they encouraged you to go to college and. So tell us a little bit about that journey, that transition from being a high school Honda Accord owner. Yes, definitely. You know what? Again, went back to uh, going back to uh, purchasing that car and just kind of learning how to deal with finances and 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 um, you know pay bills, etc. Et uh, when I went to college, it wasn't like, "Hey, Jason, we're going to pay for you to go to college." It's like, "Hey, if you want to go to college, you're going to have to figure out a way to go." Mm-hmm. And um, I was blessed uh, to be able to go to College of the Ozarks in Branson, Missouri. It's actually a work-study school. And you work literally 15 hours a week on campus and to help pay part of your school. The other part of it is paid by like a FAFSA you know, type scholarship type thing that they would do. And uh, it is an amazing, amazing ble- blessing. I was able to go to school and work 
and basically pay my school off. And tell me, what, what year are we looking at here? We're talking about uh, 1995. You are old. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so in 1995, you graduate high school, you head off to College of the Ozarks. Now, I've seen that show on Netflix, The Ozarks. Is it like that down there where it's beautiful with the lakes and all the trees and all that? Absolutely. It is. I mean, in the fall, we're coming up, you know, within the fall in the next couple of months or whatsoever, uh, and it is absolutely – there are so many colors of leaves, and you, you look it throughout and you see the hills. I call them hills because, you know, up here we're closer to mountains. And um, it, it's just – wow, God, <laughs> you're an incredible artist. So it's pretty awesome. This is a natural state. Huh? It yeah. is. It is a natural state. So you but, decide to go to the College of the Ozarks, and what do you decide you're going to study there? Sure. I was planning on being a physical therapist. Again, I love working with people, uh, and I love trying to help people. And um, now when I was uh, – I didn't share this before, but I'd become a Christian when I was 13 years old. A new God wanted me to serve him in whatever area, but uh, I thought, hey, I want to be a physical therapist. I saw an old Harrison Ford movie. I don't even know if I should say it, but it's regarding Henry uh, and where he's, he's rehabbed. It's old, old. I, I don't even know Ritz, if they <laughs> – Ritz crackers. Yes. <laughs> Tuesdays at the Ritz. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, that was my, my desire uh, in college, and then God changed those plans when I was about halfway through. Regarding Henry. I love that movie. At the end when he goes to the school and he gets his daughter, and, he's, and he says, we're going to be a family. We're not going to live this life where we live apart and we pretend – and they they come together. I oh. Tim, I'm so impressed that you actually actually know that. I'm a child I'm of just, the '80s. Was <laughs> that thin falling out of your eyes? Is 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 almost a tears that you're crying right now? Remembering this? Yeah, I love that movie. He so if you don't know the plot of regarding Henry, basically this jerk of a of a insurance defense lawyer litigator, he cheating on his wife. He's a horrible guy. Lies in his profession. Just really kind of lives a self-indulgent life and selfish life and he gets shot in the head in a in a robbery gone wrong and he ends up surviving it but basically having to start life over again and there so much happens in that movie to heal his relationship with his wife and his daughter and his work and turning things right making things right and uh yeah i just the, this, when he goes to the school and the dog goes in and gets the you know at the end of the at the end of the story they're in like kind of like a chapel and they're they're, they're uh, it's like the first day of school or second day whatever I don't know what it is but it's in the middle of the chapel and he just goes and picks his daughter up from this private school where she was attending this boarding school and they have a little puppy and the dog goes in and gets him gets her and you just say ah he's yeah. you know. He's not going to let someone else raise his kid. He's going to spend time with her, and he's going to love her and show her, you know, all the love he can he has to give in his state as a yeah. new man. It's very possible that I, I like that movie so much because I don't know, if, you know, from that last segment, I believe I shared that uh, you know my dad was not a believer mm -hmm. uh, when I was growing up, and he didn't become a believer until he's forty, but he had a dramatic change in his life, and mm -hmm. uh, like when he turned placed his trust in Christ, he was a complete different person. And um, so maybe that's that's partly of why that movie kind of connect with me because you know I, I love life change mm -hmm. and uh, of course I know the the life changer the true life changer in Jesus yeah well and I've seen we've seen that in our own lives you know with with friends with family members and you know that the the world has an effect on them but then 
Jesus overcomes all of that. Definitely. We are more than overcomers because of what the Lord Jesus Christ is in our life. Amen. So you went off to the College of the Ozarks. What did you end up doing for your degree if you didn't if you didn't become a physical therapist? Yeah, so I ended up majoring in um, philosophy and religion, mm. and uh, and minoring in public speaking. And so, uh, and and it didn't change that I was you know going for that physical therapy degree. And uh, again, halfway through, I was I was at a uh, what they called a B BCM or BSU at that time. Uh, meeting one night, and um, God just spoke to my heart and was calling me to serve in the ministry. And um, so, yeah, I got, you know, I started, I was like, oh, I should be in the Word, right? Because faith comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. And so, God just continued to work in my heart and opened doors, and I ended up changing my degree to philosophy and religion and just, you know, just like, okay, God, here I am. What do you call me to do specifically? And we have just a f- one minute left, but tell us so, after college, is it where you got your first job in the church? So after college, I actually volunteered with my old youth pastor. Uh, I went back down to Arkansas, and um, I worked at a tire warehouse, you know, just throwing these dirty old big tires around and stuff. And uh, as as I just volunteered in ministry, it, and it's for about two or three years. And uh, and it was and initially I was you know a professor told me you need to go to seminary. And I thought that's for old people, so I waited till I got older, I guess, you know, so. <laughs> But uh, later on, I would uh, end up taking on a youth ministry job and going into ministry. We're going to hear all about that in the next segment. We'll be right back. Deer Flat Church is a place for everyone. It is a church where you can be accepted as you are, experience an amazing depth of grace, and heal your hurts. It is the perfect place for imperfect people. Come and check out their services, both in person and online. They meet every Sunday at 9 a.m. for a traditional service and 1045 for a more contemporary service. Deer Flat Church is located at 17703 Beat Road in Caldwell and online at deerflat.org. Come and join the fellowship. Estegos needs volunteers. Come and volunteer at our community warehouse. We need help with sorting, building, organizing, and displaying our extensive inventory of products. We can even host your church or business volunteers as well. If you're interested, reach out by email to harry at estegos.org. That's H-A-R-I at estegos.org or call 208-230-9706. 208-230-9706. We're back again with Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty, and we're here with my co-host, Pastor Israel Rodriguez. What do you have for breakfast today? Like, you put some cholula on your food that you are pronouncing it better? I had an, had an egg McMuffin in the drive-through. No Cholula. No, shout out to my good friends at McDonald's. Man, you're doing better then. You know, I wanted to blame it on the hot sauce, but you're doing good. <laughs> we have with us as our guest Pastor Jason Anderson of Community Bible Church, and I just learned something very interesting from him. He's going to tell us all about his first job, and you're never going to believe where it was. So it was uh, at a church called Community Bible Church uh, on the bayou. In Cutoff, Louisiana, which is actually southwest of New Orleans. You know, you down southers, you get the southerners have the best names for things. We're down here in Fayetteville on the bayou. We got Lafayette. I'm like, oh man, you know, it's it's wonderful. There's some of these names. Look, you laugh. When I was interviewed, I was interviewed by an an elder on the phone, and and they had such a thick accent. I couldn't figure out it was if it was just southern mixed with uh, 
some somebody from New York, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just like this huge. And then I thought, well, maybe this person has a lisp. Literally, I thought that. Well, when I moved down, I realized it was just it was an accent. Tell me what year we're talking about here, because ninety five, you go off to college, get done ninety nine two thousand time frame. Did you finish in four years? Right, and yes, and then well, four and a half, <clears throat> almost five. But okay. uh, and then I went. I ended up going to seminary. Oh, uh, did later on. I went to Dallas Theological Seminary, and uh, out of Dallas. Uh, after I got my master's of Christian education degree, I, I went down to the, this this place on the bayou and cut off Louisiana. And it literally is, I, I feel like it's it's a different world. And it's, was that a senior minister position that you were taking? No, it was actually a youth pastor position. Okay. And uh, yeah, absolutely loved it. And just, I mean, there's no, if you ever have the chance to go down to New Orleans and, and go down there on the bayou and, and just, you know, around alligators, all that kind of stuff. It, it it's awesome. It's just a different world. It's it's amazing. I think we're I think we're fixing to take a trip here. I think I, I see the smile on Israel's face, and I can tell right now we're planning a we're planning a little mission trip down there. So tell me a little bit about this church that you. So you're in seminary. You're getting to the end of it. You're looking for jobs. How did you get led to the Bayou? You know, I, I just uh, I was just willing to go wherever God called me. And I, I wanted to go to a church that uh, was solid in God's Word, that that their main thing was just uh, teaching God's Word and reaching people, you know, making disciples, really. Mm-hmm. And so, and and had many, many different interviews, just praying for, for that opportunity. And, um, and again, God had some great opportunities, but this specific one, God just put it on my heart to go down there and uh, and be a part of that ministry. Did you say yes over the phone, or did you go visit them first? Uh, well, I went to visit first, and uh, had a had a great visit. and And listen, after they after they actually offered me the job and I accepted, I was playing basketball with my brother in law. Mm-hmm. And would you believe I got my front tooth knocked out? And and so my first Sunday, let me, literally. Let me take a look at you. You can't tell now because you know I got a, a fake one in there. But uh, look, the first Sunday I was down there. Okay, I'm standing. They had me do announcements. They thought it'd be funny because I'm missing my tooth. <laughs> this guy from Arkansas, and uh, of course yeah, I'm little, little on the whistle. bayou, right? And it's it, it was hilarious. And so, um, you, you could only get away with that down in uh, down in the south there, probably. Oh, man. <laughs> so you do the announcements, and and was it a big youth group that you had initially? Did you walk into a youth group full of people, or did you have to find the kids? We had to find kids. You know, we you know, one of the things I enjoy doing is going to the schools and just making connections with people and families in the community. Uh, that's just something God's put on my heart, just to be out in the world, uh, you know, like, like Jesus was. And were you married at that point? No, I met my wife down there. In fact, when I moved down there, my, 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 my mom was like, she was thinking I would never get married because, uh, you know, she figured all the, the Cajun ladies down there, no offense to anybody because my wife is Cajun and she has all her teeth, but she was like, all those Cajun women, they're, they're missing teeth and rough women, all, all that kind of stuff. But that is totally untrue. It's just kind of a, a, st- a strange thought my mom had uh, that I'd never get married when I moved down there. <laughs> so you go down there, you start working in the church as a youth minister. And uh, how many years did you do that? I was there for seven years. And God did tremendous things. Our, our ministry grew more than I, I would have ever imagined. And uh, we, we were able to build a youth building that God blessed us with. You know, it uh, was a house next door, and it was just it was awesome. We, you know, we, ended up, we ended up having about you know, 50, 60, almost 70 kids at one point before, we, before we, uh, the Lord called us on. 
And did you uh, tell us a little bit about that program, what you like to do with, what was your favorite thing? Did you do camps? Did you do, what kind of stuff did you do with Look, the kids we, that was we your did, favorite? We did retreats in the fall. We did retreats in the spring. We did uh, summer camp in the summer. We would do mission trips. We did, uh, you know, I, I worked with a leadership team of students, you know, to teach them how to how to minister to others, how to share the gospel, how to, you know, make disciples, you know. And so um, we, we did all kinds of crazy stuff and. People usually thought I was kind of crazy when it came to ministry, but uh, I had a blast. Tell us a little bit about the mission trips that you took. Yeah, so um, we would go, we went with uh, World Changers a few times, and we also went down to Mexico to build houses. And that was a, a great experience, just going down there in, in, in a different culture, right? And, and just uh, being able to, um, you know, even though you didn't know the language fully, you know, communicating the love of Christ. Through deeds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, through good deeds, and uh, we, you know, we did vacation Bible schools and uh, just activities with the kids, and it, it was just so much fun. We always say, preach, and when necessary, use, use words. words. Yeah, yeah, is is amazing. So, do you have some stories of young people that were in your ministry that followed the footsteps into the ministry? Oh man, yes, and, and it's in fact not too long ago I had a call from a. A young man in in, in Louisiana, and in, in right around Metairie, and uh, he uh, he called me up and said, "Hey, hey, Jason, I had some question about some curriculum stuff." But he's been in the ministry; he's been a youth pastor now for I don't know three or four years. He's gone to seminary, and just uh, God's doing great great things in his life. And uh, it's just it you know it's awesome to look back and you remember these kids as being little kids or you know sixth graders or eighth graders or even. You know, seniors, and you're thinking, I don't know what God's going to do, but I'm trusting that God's going to do great things, and and it's it's cool to see multiple people. In fact, the the youth pastor at that church right now, he came up to our youth ministry, and we stay in contact and stuff. And uh, you know, Robert's a great guy and, and loves the Lord, and God's done some neat things in that ministry now. What was your favorite mission trip that you took? Um, at that particular church, or overall? Overall. Um, I, you know what? This is going to sound crazy, but this last year went down on a mission trip after Hurricane Ida had actually hit that area, mm-hmm. and we we went to these homes that were just ravaged. It looked like a bomb went off inside these houses, and um, you know we just you know cleaned them out. We, we fixed you know painted. We removed boards, put in boards, uh, flooring, all that kind of stuff. And and we had a, we had about a, a group of sixty people that went with us, and it was just a, a, an amazing. Uh, ministry and there's some we had students that had placed their trust in Christ and it was just awesome. With that we'll be right back. The Estegos.org community warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Estegos.org community warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at Estegos.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to estegos.org. Hey, this is Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community where you can explore your faith or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at dearflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church, the perfect church for imperfect people. 
And we're back again. I am Tim Flaherty. We're here with Pastor Israel Rodriguez and Pastor Jason Anderson. Pastor Jason is with the Community Bible Church in Caldwell, Idaho. They meet 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings at the Senior Center at 1009 Everett Street in Caldwell, Idaho. And we've been learning all about the pastor for the last two weeks, learning about his childhood, growing up on a dairy farm in Arkansas, going to the College of the Ozarks. And uh, taking that first job at a little little church down in the bayou, also called Community Bible Church, which is kind of interesting. And uh, next week, we're going to hear about his work now and what he's doing outside the walls of the church and how he's having an effect, you know, and, and having uh, an impact on the seniors there in Caldwell and what he's doing to show them God's love. Yes, I'm really impressed, and this brings me back to all those mission trips, you know, trying to think which one is the favorite overall. But uh, I believe in every trip that I've made, you know, there is uh, a good lesson for us to learn and uh, a great opportunity for us to humble down before the Lord and just serve at, at any cost and mm-hmm. come back, recharge, and re-energize to share the gospel locally, you know, because this is the power of God unto salvation. And at this time, I just want to uh, say a prayer for all of us today and those who are listening to this program. Dear God, uh, please guide me and, and lead me today. Lead us today. Help us make wise decision and to trust in your plan for our lives. May I have the strength to follow your will and to be obedient to your word. Dear God, please give me the courage to face any challenges that may come my way today. And for those who love you, God, at the end of the day, everything will go, will work out for good. This is my prayer today for all of us. In the precious and mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Pastor, you got about 10 seconds. You want to say a quick prayer? Sure. Father, we, I agree with Pastor Israel, Lord. I, I just pray that we just have a heart of humility and that we would become less and you become greater in our, our lives and that we would just be trusting you for each day. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And with that, we'll be back next week.